Welcome to the Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Priority Now is hosted by Carmen Halsey of the Illinois Baptist State Association. Hi, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. I'm Carmen, and today we have one of your favorites with us, Miss Dewana Oliver. Hi, Dewana. Good morning, everyone, especially Carmen. <laughs> I am so excited. I think I've been talking 15 minutes before we even started recording just because it's so good to connect with you, Dewana. Well, it is good to connect to the outside world in Springfield and our state. <laughs> Dewana, tell the ladies where you're at. Where, where, t- tell them a little bit about you and Joe and where God has you living and what you're doing right now. We are just north of Elgin, about 10 miles. Joe is a zone consultant for zone two. This is the first year in 45 years I did not return to school. I retired 18 years ago, but have continued to substitute uh, along with many, many other hats. So I'm home this year. I am doing a little home job uh, for a friend of mine working for her a little bit. Uh, she wants me to work a lot, but I have other things God got me doing. So that's where I'm at and what I'm doing. Super. Joanna, I wanted to ask you in today because over the next couple months with our podcast, I want to focus on um, what God is doing through Illinois Baptist women in, in our state. But I really want to hit on that topic of hospitality. It's just a spiritual gift that God gives. But I'm telling you, it is not your only spiritual gift, but it just oozes from your being. I mean, it's just in your DNA. And so um, I want to talk a little bit about that. But I want to give the ladies just a glimpse of examples that I see in your life and have seen from your life of why I say it just oozes from your from your from your being. Okay, Um, one, you ladies, you heard Dewana say she's a retired teacher. But she has subbed ever since retirement and she has maxed out the hours that are allowed, you know, that that she can allow and stay in her in stay in her retirement. And she's always being called on to bring more. And I watch her because God places her into a public school system and she builds relationships and she truly is salt and light with those other teachers and those students. And and I just see how you just bring gifts and love on them. You're home. I remember the first time you told me, hey, if you're in this area, Carmen, you need to stay at my house. And I've heard that before. And I know many people do. But ladies, when I went to her house, can I tell you, it's like walking into the Ritz. She had a plate sitting on the counter. Welcome, special guest Carmen. There was like guard, you know, those plate guards on the table. And she had me snacks and I had soaps in my room and bottled waters and I can I just say you raised the bar, Joanna? Um, and then to watch the way you love your husband and, you know, and different your children and your grandchildren. I want to start there. That's that's who I see in my friend. But you always do that also with a willingness to speak truth into somebody's life. So none of what you do is for a manipulative purpose to get Joanna ahead. It's to build relationship, yeah. to have an opportunity to speak into somebody's life. And that's the spiritual gift of hospitality. It's being willing and want to serve somebody else, to pour into somebody else and make them feel so at home, especially a stranger, for the purpose of sharing the gospel, for the purpose of advancing discipleship. Joanna, talk a little bit about that. I'm talking to the choir. Let's hear from you. What do we mean by that gift of hospitality? Well, I remember early on, I was not raised in a Christian home, and my mother was not hospitable, but I always uh, was drawn to people. 
uh, no matter what. So when I was about 15, I was walking up the street in my hometown with my mother, and uh, she asked me, why do you speak to everybody you see? And I didn't have an answer for that. But as I came to realize that the reason I did that was because it was inside of me. It just came out. So early on in our married life, we felt um, just that tugging to have people into our home and started in seminary. My brother came to live with us, kept him out of prison. We went to our first church and Joe was at um, a Home Depot or something in Iowa City, Iowa, and um, brought this young man home to spend the night. We had <laughs> twins. They were, they were eight months old, a five-year-old son, and I thought he had lost his mind. So from there, it just seemed that God always brought people into our life, and we wanted them there. Mm-hmm. And as time has gone along, um, I've come to see that the blessing becomes ours. There's a verse of scripture, Deuteronomy 28, and it says, may you be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. And that verse has just resonated with me. Um, When I found that verse many years ago, I asked myself, I said, what does that mean that they're blessed when they come in? I want people to know that they are blessed. We live in a wonderful world. And though they may have trials and difficulties, people have stayed here who are getting divorces, nervous breakdowns almost, all those areas of their life. And I want them to be more blessed when they leave here. I, I see through that in ways that help them to first feel that God loves them and that we love them. So life for me has just simply kind of evolved into loving and caring for people. I was remembering this morning uh, the two disciples on the road to Emmaus and how they did not recognize Jesus. We have had people stay in our home. I think the world would not ever recognize them in history books or anything else, but they wrote indelibly on our hearts and our children's lives. We've had our children sleep in our bedroom because we'd have so many people and our kids say, how come we have to sleep on the floor and they get our bed? <laughs> well, they need a bed. you got a bed. It's just happened to be on the floor tonight. <laughs> our children serve the Lord, love the Lord. And I think it's because our home was open, uh, because they felt like people loved them. They were welcome in our home. And so over the years, we've had many, many, many people stay here. And I can never ever uh, recount all the blessings and thank God for that. In these days now, that has taken a turn because my kids do not want us having guests in our home. And so I said, God, where's our mission field? Guess where it is? My street. So when Easter rolled around, I made nut bread for everybody on my street. I wrapped it beautifully. I put a cross on it, put a scripture on it, and uh, Joe delivered them to all of our neighbors. Well, I must tell you quickly, we only have five people on one side and four on the other. But I have sought to love them. Today, I've already, I cook every Tuesday for a family. Uh, We call it curbside. Uh, They buy groceries for us, so we do not have to go to the grocery store. Uh, I pick out the menu. I said, this is what we're having this week. Well, she texted me this morning, said, oh, no, the chicken, I was making something with rotisserie chicken. I couldn't find one. No problem. I'll just do another recipe. 
So last week I delivered or got, had people pick up four uh, meals, different kinds of meals from homemade soup. I got a call last night from um, a friend who said, I'm sick with a bad cold. That chicken noodle soup was what I needed. Uh, the man and lady right across the street from us are not believers. And um, we have sought over these about 15 years to really have a good relationship with them. Well, he had knee surgery on Thursday. And so Friday morning, uh, Joe walked across the street and took a uh, soup and a dessert to them. And so he called me that afternoon. And when I answered, he said, you're the angel that lives across the street. I told my children, if that's what it takes for people to recognize God's love, God sending an angel, then I'm making tons of chicken noodle soup. We've given him other things in the past. The neighbors right by them, we have a wonderful relationship with them. I was raised in a home with, where profanity was the prevailing language. It was the first language, not the second. So I abhor any kind of language like that. But I will tell you, in the last two and a half years, this family, the man is about 55, his wife of five years, he was divorced, she was divorced, and a very troubled, troubled, troubled family. Yesterday, she called me up, what are you doing? I'm coming over and bringing you some soup. And some days she will walk across and if I'm in the yard and say, I know I'm just on Tuesday, but <laughs> you better pray for me. Tuesday is my prayer day for all my neighbors, and they know it. I stand at my window, look out, call each of their names, and I don't hesitate to tell them that. And I don't want to just pray for them. I want to love on them ways they understand. And this family, she did two Samaritan uh, boxes this year. I took them over. I explained it to her. Well, yeah, she'd be delighted. Well, she told me yesterday, now listen, next year when these boxes come around, you give me three boxes. We love. <laughs> doing this. So guess what? I gave her a handout to collect food because I worked at the food pantry once a month. And I said, are you interested in giving food? She said, well, of course. So I, I cannot tell you the way God has redirected a ministry of carrying on my street. This is my mission field. And I want to be there uh, for them. I want to be part of their lives. We've had we had a young man who was 15 whose girlfriend had a baby. That baby is now two. Joe took things down to them last week to say, you know, we know uh, he can't have nuts. So Dewana didn't put nuts in the muffins. But I <laughs> know I'm thinking of them. I'm caring for them. And so that's where my heart is right now. I'm cooking up a storm and I am loving it. And so I challenged uh, myself and then my daughter, who lives in Louisville, said, Mom, you have inspired me. The neighbor across the street had twins uh, this summer. The nurse, he's a policeman. And so she went back to work two weeks ago. And so she said, I am so stressed already. And so she said, I got to think, and Mom cooks for people. I could do that. So she cooked a meal, and when she took it over, they said, oh, this helps. And she said, I'm not doing it just this week. I'm committing to you till Thanksgiving. So oh. we love people. 
Ladies, I don't know that I've ever recorded somebody from a podcast that I have to kind of get my composure because I could, oh, Dewana, I just love you because God just uses you just to to speak into me sometimes, um, you know, just as only you do, as only God does through you. And that's the gift. That's what you bring. That's the hospitality. You can affirm me in one minute and you can rebuke me in the next, but it can come in love. That's what I love about you. It's not just come and, and take everything I've got. It's I graciously want want to share this with you, but there's an intentionality to it. You're always looking to God to say, who's in front of me? Who's my audience for today? In other words, who's your audience, God? And you're, I say this with a heart of love, Dewana, because you so demonstrate as long as we're breathing air, we're not washed up and we can't be a victim and we can't go off to the shore. We, we've got to stay in the game. There's that person waiting to hear. That is super. That is super. And ladies, that's the gift of that's the spiritual gift of hospitality. Dewana just says it so graciously. You know, it's not just about baking cookies. It's not just about having a conversation or sharing what you have, but you're doing it. Do you notice she said she told us about her neighbor. She takes time to get to know him. She knows about their lives. We know who knows Jesus, who doesn't know Jesus, you know, that that discipleship journey. So I I just love that. I just love that about you, you, Miss Dewana. It's just it's just super. To wanna as we as we speak to the ladies across Illinois, um, what would you what would you speak in to the younger woman um, that that says, I want to do this, but I don't have a whole lot, or I want to do this, but my home's just not fixed up. I want to do this, but what would you tell that person, Joanna? <laughs> well, we do have a lovely home right now. Uh, when we moved here. 30 years ago, uh, Joe gave up a large church and we came with no jobs to help a church get on its feet. We knew that uh, I left the public school, started preschool for 10 years, which I was passionate about, but I knew that I need to go back to the public school. I felt a calling, strong calling for the public school. So I went back to the public school. And so we were given a house, uh, we had to move it, And Joe did everything. We did everything in this house with lots of help from a lot of people. But people would come and they'd say things like, I can't believe you're letting us come in. And you don't have any of that woodwork around the windows. I said, oh, that's right. We don't. (laughs) Oh, you don't. No, we don't. But you know what? It, it, It wasn't about what we had done. It was what we wanted to do for them at the moment, and we felt called to have them. And so that has been, I've I've come to see, I don't decorate like other people do. I decorate the way I feel comfortable in my chair where I have my devotion. I want my eyes to rest on things that give me pleasure. So my eyes are always across uh, on a Bible that my brother gave me when he was in service and I was 18, still in high school, a big family Bible. My kids all say, who's going to get that big old Bible? I said, well, whoever thinks that they would like to have it. I also have there a cross that we got in uh, Central America. uh, And I also have a handkerchief box, love handkerchiefs. And so at school, Everybody knew, uh, and they called me the handkerchief lady. When I retired, they took kerchiefs and tied them all together and pulled them out of a box and said, this would take care of the hanky lady. (laughs) Uh, 
wonderful story about growing up, which I won't go into now, but I have been invited to speak in places. And um, years ago, I went down, I think it was Piatone or someplace, and someone had heard me speak someplace else. And I told the Hector story. Well, God had given me another topic and I got through and she said, no, you've got to stand up and tell the Hector story. People don't go. No, no, no. She's not done. Uh, so on that table, my eyes will rest on those handkerchiefs that are very dear to me and remind me that God wipes away all tears. Um, you are not here by chance. You're here by God's design. And God's just allowed Joe and myself uh, to uh, embrace that and enjoy that. I am blessed that Joe is as hospitable as I am and very helpful. Uh, so for young women, I say this, when you have young children, I didn't do all this kind of stuff. You know what? Joe says we're 80. I said, uh-uh, don't count me in yet. I'm just 79. <laughs> oh, that's my sister. And so time, um, as Ecclesiastes says, there's a season for everything. But open your heart to what God wants you to do. And when he tugs at you a little bit, just remember he's knocking gently. Be silent so you can hear the voice of God. Mm -hmm. And um, he will lead you in ways and paths and roads you never dreamed of. I was growing up in the Mississippi Delta. I, my daddy uh, bought uh, airplanes to spray cotton. I thought my eyes had set off. But you know what? My eyes have not seen it all. My ears have not heard it all. But um, I know that God has great things in store every day. So I will say to Joe, this is such an exciting day. So what's so exciting about today? I said, we're up. We're on this side. We're breathing. We don't know what God's going to unfold for us. Take each day. But remember, there are moments in a day. And don't miss sunrises, sunsets. Make the moments of the days. We we do not know what tomorrow holds, but we know who holds it. Mm. So relax in it. Enjoy it. There, there are better days ahead. I heard last week someone say, it is not what we leave to our children, but what we leave in our children. You know the things that we're going to leave to you. We have furniture that's come from their grandparents and great-grandparents. But I want you to think about what I'm leaving in you. If there's something I need to do to change that and live differently, I want you to express that to me because I want them to remember me and their dad as ones who we love the Lord. And so it's what I want to leave in them, not to them. There couldn't be a more perfect wrap up women to, you know, kind of a launch to talk about hospitality for a few weeks than that. We use everything God gives us. We use yeah. everything God gives us. We steward it to 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 serve to serve and 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 we have to remember it's about people so we're serving others we leverage those things our talents our skills our homes and you know i there's you we i just really sense ladies that god is doing something that that women will step up in a fresh way and mm -hmm. i think our younger women um that's why i'm excited to have you duana um because the, you're not that younger woman and i'm not that younger woman and you younger women you know that that you're, you're teaching me. I, I have to tell you, I'm literally having carpet laid at my house today. And this is day two and they're finishing it. And I laugh because I met the guy this morning. And I said, you know, I forgot to tell you, I'm actually having my cabinets painted. That's why there's no doors. I've become so used to there not being doors. Kind of, I said, it kind of feels like being on a mission field. You know, you just kind of have shelves that I've just got used to it thinking the project's taking us a while, but it might look odd to him. 
But you know what, Dewana, what you said, I, I was so intentional on making sure that strange men from my little town felt comfortable coming in my house and being in my house while I left to go to work. I wanted to know I made you fresh baked cookies. I wanted them to know there's coffee in here for you. I wanted to know here's how you reach me if you need me. I wasn't, my mind wasn't on, you don't have any cabinet doors, Carmen, but there was a day it would have been, there was a day it would have been. And so I love that about you. So, so ladies, as we wind down, what Dewana just said, let, let's let that challenge us as we talk about what does this gift of, of hospitality look like? What does it look like for us? Because women are natural at that, you know, um, and it's going to look different. That's what I'm saying. It's not everybody baking the cookies for somebody right. else. It, you know, you, it may be helping somebody prepare income taxes. But I love what you said. And let's close with that as we wind down. It's not so important what we're leaving with somebody as a possession. Amen but what we're doing in somebody and the time that God allows us to be in their presence. Mm -hmm. That's hospitality. Dewana, mm -hmm. thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Carmen. It's been my joy. It's well, been my delight. Here's, here's warning. I have wrote notes and I have some ideas because I'm sitting here thinking the hanky lady may need to make an appearance for some online groups or something. But, <laughs> but um, it's just I, I just I knew I missed you. But can I just say I didn't realize how much Dewana until just getting here just to sit and just just be me with you. And I just I love you, friend. I literally love you. And I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful for you and for your leadership. And the women of Illinois and the world are better because you're in the position you're in. And I mean that. You are kind, Joanna. You are kind. All right, ladies, thank you so much for joining us this week. And listen, it's it's not meant for us to go alone. So connect with us. Be part of that Illinois Baptist Women community so that we share each other's lives and what God's give us. So if you're not connected, follow us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women or, or at Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women. Or you can come to our website at ibsa.org backslash women and check out our resources for equipping and training. Have a great week and I'll see you next week on the Priority Now podcast. Thank you for listening to the Priority Now podcast. Please continue to join us on the journey to know Christ and make him known.